Thank you everyone for joining us on FBS Fireside. This is Jaworski Vance here with my good friend and co-host Tally Gaynor. Tally, how are you doing today? Oh man, I am doing super duper. I'm so excited to be here. Um, how good and pleasant for brethren to dwell together in unity. Yeah, no doubt about it. The radio show program that's put together to fill the gap where fathers are missing. And we want to continue our series on, it takes a king to raise a king. We realize that it's very, very, very difficult for men nowadays to step into that role of being a king to raise a kingdom in their children and in their families. And we want to provide a, a conduit of love and hope and inspiration for them. So like we always do, Tally, you, you mind bringing us in with a word of prayer? Oh, without a doubt, man, I'm so excited. Father God, we just thank you for the day. We thank you for this time. We thank you that you've given us this space under heaven so that we may come together and collaborate and communicate about the things that's needful for this time. For such a time as this, are we calling men? We're rising up men. Uh, they're not dead. They're yet asleep. And it's time for them to rise up and take their rightful place um, in their households, in their community, and in this nation. So we pray for this program today, and we know that we will get all the glory. For in Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you so much for that. And thank you all to all of our listeners. Thank our sponsors. We want to thank you for making this show possible. And we hope that we are able to feed you with the men in particular with some some healthy healing instructions and and love to help you get through these trying times, because we know it's difficult. Mm. Everybody nowadays, you know, there are a lot of attacks on men and identity. And many of us don't even realize the king that's inside of us. Tally, have you had any issues or, or challenges with that lately i mean you know lately it's been all over it's been all over the place i mean the fact that i have two sons that are now 19 and 18 and the fact they're going out into this world i mean i'm i'm now evaluating uh every failure every mistake i've ever thought i've made as a father hoping that they're well equipped and prepared for life and when you said that earlier about what men are going through all i think about our garden right i think about that dirt and i mean it, it gets taken for granted, stepped on, abused. But I'm telling you, the power of when you put a seed in it, if it has the right nutrients, it produces. And so being on this program is powerful because we're hoping that we can add some nutrients to the souls of men so that whatever they're growing, family, business, life, uh, they can prosper. That's fantastic. And we want all of our listeners to realize, especially the men, we understand how difficult it is to be the man that you aspire to be mm. and make no mistake about it. There is an attack on your life to keep you from providing, to keep you from preaching, to to keep you from protecting your flock, your family. So don't think that you're the only one struggling with, do I need to call my baby mama to check <laughs> on my baby? You need to call. Her, okay. That's important. <laughs> Don't think you're the only one struggling with, you know, ideas of doing things for yourself versus doing things for your family. We want you to know that it's not easy, but it's possible. And with the right help, with the right support, you, too, can become an amazing king who raises kings and queens in your own home. Man, and I'm glad you brought that up because last week we did start off and we kind of hit hard. I mean, the reality of it is there's a lot of men that's having an identity crisis, whether it's the man uh, like your father that killed himself because of something happening or myself being a young father that attempted suicide or maybe the absentee father, right? There's a crisis uh, that men go through or maybe the, the son of a former slave owner 
who's now having to deal with the crisis of living in the 21st century in this time. And so what men need to realize, whether you're black, white, or whatever culture you come from, um, we have to come together and realize that through the power of prayer, right, and persistence, and the things that we're trying to promote on this, on this program, uh, things will change and things can change in your life. That's the truth. Fill in the gap where fathers are missing. So if you're listening to this program and you're facing some challenging times, know that we are praying for you. Hence the first song that we're going to play. We're going to listen to a little Lecrae praying for you. Father God, praying to you for somebody who knows you, Lord, but just haven't, hasn't been seeing you in the right view lately. Father, I'm praying for a friend. He and I are pretty close. And out of all my friends, but this one I'm concerned the most. He said, And we're back. I mean, you know, when I think about that song, Praying for You, and, and even Lecrae's story, you know, being a drug dealer, having, you know, not really having a father in his life, but adopting an uncle that actually, you know, was a pimp in the streets. Um, when he found his path, uh, I, I love it because that song really digs in deep to say that sometimes the Bible says David encouraged himself in the Lord. Man, the first person you need to pray for, man, is yourself. You need to you need to acknowledge that you need prayer and you need to exercise that prayer power every day, <laughs> three times a day. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah, prayer is going to be the key to unpacking, unlocking, discovering the DNA that God has hidden in each of us. And it's our job to share that DNA with the seeds that we send out into the world, the children that we bring into this world. And I know many men are struggling because sometimes just being frank, the women try to stand between you and your child. And that's really part of the enemy's strategy and goal is for you to give up. Do not give up. It takes a king to raise a king. Right. Okay. Man, and, in the absence of, and in the absence of a king raising a king, you know, somebody else will step in. Mm. Somebody's going to raise the king, whether it's a drug dealer raising a king. Right. A criminal or could be somebody. It could not even a saying it's a lot of women raising kings. It's just that they don't have all the necessary tools to unlock the DNA of that king. So we have another generation that's being produced right now of men who have a so, such an emotional side to them that they don't even realize their true power is not in their emotion. Their power is in their stability to stand through the storm. And so I think about baby Moses. You know, a woman, a woman was the one who found him, but he still had to get brought to the king to get raised up, mm. you know? And even though at the point where that he began to realize that the king that he was being raised by, he didn't believe in all the principles. It got to a point that the raising was enough to get him in position for him to go out and do truly do the will of the father. Um, because I'm telling you, it's going to come times where you're going to make sacrifices as a young king or the father king, if you will, that people won't understand. But it's necessary for growth and for demonstration. That's true, Tally. There are some alarming statistics out there that says when a king is not around to raise his children, that they will suffer. Mm. Fatherlessness is an epidemic throughout this nation, which is one of the main reasons why we started this show, why we started this nonprofit, because poverty is, is an issue when fathers are not around. Drug and alcohol abuse are issues when fathers are not around. Physical and mental health becomes a problem when fathers are not around. And of course, 
educational uh, achievement and crime. And for those of us who have daughters and sons and daughters, but daughters especially, sexual activity at an early age is a problem when a father is not around. And I'm sure many of you men know that when you go to a house with to, to see your lady and her daddy comes to the door, you think twice about what you want to do with that man's daughter, okay? But when That's you right. go to the house and he doesn't come to the door and it's just her and whatever she decides to put on that night, guess what? You've got a different plan and a different strategy. That's right. because when a father is around, the temperature changes. Mm. Man, yeah, I'm glad you said that because that when I think about that, I think about once again, we both are very common, Jay, where you have two sons that's in their in their upper teens and I, I too have sons. And it's amazing, you know, speaking, bringing it on home. Uh, my sons, we were having a discussion because they were upset about George Floyd and what happened with that situation. But also they couldn't understand why it was so much uh, of a violent response in the streets. And one of my sons said, Daddy, I just can't understand why they would do those type of things when that's not really solving anything. And then in that moment, I said, you know what, if I had been the father that would say, hey, son, we finna go out there and tear something up in our little neighborhood, I could have put both of my sons in a tough situation all because they were following me. Because when I look at some of the images of what I saw from the rioting and some of the vandalism, it was just a lot of uh, ungoverned young men making bad decisions. And, you know, and I'm like, that, there it is. It takes a king to raise a king. It takes a king to lead a king. And it takes a king to save a king. Hey, man, and many of our young men are drowning in decision making. They're drowning in critical thinking. They're drowning in problem solving because they've got so many um, obstacles, so many hurdles, so many things coming at them. And as a father, we want to make sure that we can do everything we can to prevent them from drowning. Having said that, we want to plug into our second song for the day and hopefully it nourishes your soul. It's a song by Lecrae in conjunction with John Legend Drowning. Tell me that you never let me down. Down. Cause you're my final breath before I drown. And we're back. You know, the, you know, the power of a song like Drown is the fact that whether men want to accept, I mean, even from the beginning of the Bible, I think about Noah, right? God gave instruction to Noah to do what? To save his family from doing what? Drowning. Drowning. And he mm, gave him clear instructions on how to build a vessel that he had never built before. And people thought he was foolish. No one supported his cause, but he was under strict instructions by God and to build a boat that was going to save his family. And I think that is what FBS is all about. That's why we're here today. Uh, we're trying to give some practical instructions on how to save your life first, right? But also save the lives of your family, your community, and anyone else. Because, you know, drowning is rough because you get to a place where, for one, you no longer have strength to swim. You no longer can catch your breath. Hmm. And then you, and finally you lose hope and you begin to sink. It don't just happen just like that. So um, we're here to help uh, men, especially, uh, know that there's a, there's a life raft available to them. That's right. That's good, Tyler. You know, one of the things I was thinking when you said that is Noah, I'm sure people thought Noah was crazy. <laughs> right? They had to really think Noah was crazy out there building a boat to carry two of all the animals in the world, 
right, for a flood when the, the when the sky was clear. Right. Okay. But but here's my point. Here's my point. Many men out there are afraid to be who they have been called to be by God because of some of the demands placed on them by the rest of the world. They're suffering from an identity crisis. And mm -hmm. so I would encourage our listeners that, hey, look, that small, still voice that's telling you to be you in a positive, productive, peaceful way, listen to it. Become that man. Become that man and don't change from your path with God because of what others are saying. Yeah, man, that is powerful because I tell you, uh, you know, we're going to talk about a lot of topics on here, but I can't wait till we get to the Peaceful Warrior Protocol. <laughs> I can't wait till we get to that series because, what, you know, one of the things that had to happen for a man is that he has to get still enough, right, so he can hear, right? He has to get, I mean, you just can imagine Noah having had to be very peaceful in his thoughts and trusting the words that was coming from heaven to give him instructions. And one of the things that we're trying to practically do today Men, step number one, get into a peaceful place, right? Go find a place where you can be at peace to receive from God. That is very key. Uh, Jay, what's your peaceful place? Oh, man, you know, I live in the backyard next to the fire pit. Okay? That's my spot. I go out there and talk to the birds, the bees, the flowers, and the trees, those things seen and unseen and everything in between. That's what I do. Okay? Come on. And I hear clearly from him. And after I come out of that space, after I've heard from God about my identity, guess what miraculously, miraculously happens? He gives me a network of support to fulfill that identity. So tip number two for our listeners, as a man, find you a network of support to take your journey with. Jesus had 12 and he had a tight knit three, okay? So stop walking out there by yourself, turn that me to we, Okay, as a part of your king kingdom experience so that you, too, can be the leader for your family. I totally agree. I mean, that's what it takes. It takes collaboration. Um, you know, just knowing that it, it's how good and pleasant for brethren to dwell together in unity. We must come together and work together. But I think what's very key to that. And I think when you look throughout the Bible, you've got to know your name. Like, you know, God changed Abram's name to Abraham. And he was the father of many nations. He named Sarah to Sarai. He will change your name to put you into position, to take you to a whole another level. So I say, you know, men, don't get caught up in which, which, who, who do men say that I am? That was the question that came from Christ to his disciples. Men, this is one of the things that we got to fight for. You got to have a clear thought process that just because uh, the world sees you this way, you need to still know who God sees you as and who you are in him. Mm -hmm. Amen to that. Well, Tally, thank you so much for the show, man. And thank you for opening us in, up in prayer. And since you open our close for us and, and we would like to listen to uh, Tasha Cobb. Mm -hmm. He knows my name upon completion of the prayer. Lord, we just thank you for what you're doing. We ask that you bless our listeners, especially the men. Give them the wisdom, strength, courage, love, grace, and mercy they need to be who you have called them to be bless this program and all of our listeners that we will be a light in a dark world. Father, we love you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. He knows my name Yes, He knows my name